This is Dr. Kendall Egan, and you're listening to the podcast called Skin Stuff, where we talk about anything and everything related to the skin. It is a listener-driven podcast, meaning you tell me what to talk about. If you have a great idea or topic suggestion, please reach out to me on Kendall Egan MD on Facebook or Instagram and let me know what you want me to talk about. I hope you enjoy listening. The podcast Skin Stuff is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not substitute for seeing a qualified healthcare professional in person. If you have a specific question about your skin, I always recommend seeing a board-certified dermatologist. So for the third episode of the podcast called Skin Stuff, we're focusing on warts. Nobody likes a wart. And most people want their warts to go away like today which is usually not what's gonna happen. They can be very, very tricky to treat, and sometimes they're stubborn, and they're hard to get to go away. For today's podcast, we'll talk about, we'll first talk about what causes warts. So what is happening in our skin that's making us get a wart? Then we'll talk about how we can approach warts and how to treat them, because they can be very, very tricky. So warts, nobody likes them, nobody wants one, everyone wants them to go away. But how do we get them? Warts are caused by a virus called the human papillomavirus. It's a DNA virus, meaning that it's made of viral DNA. Now DNA in our own cell, skin cells is the stuff that's found in the nucleus. It is the stuff that tells our cells what to do. It's also the stuff that they look at when you spit in those tubes for those companies and you send it away and they respond back with the genes that you may or may not have, they're looking at your DNA. Now these little pieces of viral DNA, they make our way into our cells and infect it. Our skin cells particularly is what we're focusing on. How do they do that? Well, there's usually a little bit of trauma in the skin, maybe a small abrasion, a small cut, and the virus is able to get inside. Now these small abrasions and small cuts, they may be too tiny for you to be able to see, and often that's the case. Now, this human papillomavirus is contagious, and it can spread from one person to one person by skin contact, or it can spread from one body part to another. So I often see kiddos with warts all over their hands that they bite, and then they end up with warts on their face and their lips, and it it becomes more of a problem, more challenging to treat, and we have to use some more different types of treatments to get these warts to go away. Key thing is to know, which I think most people are aware, of is that warts are contagious and that you need to be respectful of that when you're treating them or when someone has warts. So not super easy to transmit in everyday life, but definitely contagious. And some people will get them more easily than others, and we'll get into why that is. So the human papillomavirus, this DNA virus, hides in our skin cells and it mingles with our own DNA. Your immune system has no idea that the virus is there. It's that tricky. Your body has no clue that you have a wart, so your immune system does nothing about it. Now, some people's immune systems are better at recognizing that they have the human papillomavirus, and others may not be able to recognize it as easily. So this is why some people are probably more predisposed to getting warts than other people. People with compromised immune systems 
are more likely to get warts than people that have good immune systems. Now, certain drugs, certain disease states, certain infections can make our immune systems not as strong, and those people are at more increased risk for getting warts. There are over 100 types of HPV strains. The most common ones are associated with warts on the hands, the feet, the extremities, and these cause the common warts that you see and what people come to see me about. They rarely cause skin cancer or other cancers, but if you had a compromised immune system in long-standing warts, it is a possibility that these may turn into cancer called verrucous carcinoma. Or some of these patients that I see with, who are immunocompromised that have HPV, they often get what are called squamous cell carcinomas. Most warts in people with normal immune systems will go away on their own in a few years. We usually say two years, but sometimes they don't. There are HPV strains that are considered more dangerous and have been known to transform cells into cancer cells. The HPV strain that causes cervical cancer is a good example. Or pharyngeal cancer, so cancer that happens in the mouth and throat, that is also strongly associated with the human papillomavirus. The good news now for these, hot, these dangerous HPV strains is that we have a vaccine that wakes up our immune system so that it recognizes that the HPV virus is hiding in there, and it fights it, and it makes us more able to prevent getting HPV infections and prevent some of these more dangerous types of cancers that are associated with HPV. What can we do about warts? Well, we first should know that it's a wart. If you have any concern that a bump you have is a wart or it's not a wart or it's not responding to over-the-counter wart treatment, I always recommend seeing a board-certified dermatologist to confirm the diagnosis. Skin cancers can often look like warts. Many times, patients will come to see me for their quote-unquote wart, and it's actually a skin cancer, most commonly squamous cell carcinoma. So the correct diagnosis is very important. We don't want to delay diagnosis or treatment of a skin cancer. But now that we have a bump and we're confident it's a wart, how can we approach this sneaky virus? Well, we can either destroy it or destroy the cells that the virus is hiding out in, or we can wake up the immune system. So one of the options for over-the-counter treatment for warts in terms of destroying the wart is using salicylic acid. And this comes in pads. So the salicylic acid is impregnated into the pad or you can buy it in a liquid form and it's often referred to as corn remover at the store. And you can find this in the foot aisle. The pads just don't have enough salicylic acid to be that effective, but the liquid does. And you can use this liquid and apply it to warts to treat warts or destroy warts. Now there are some contraindications and maybe some patients can't use salicylic acid so it's a good idea to ask your board certified dermatologist or your primary care physician or pediatrician if this is the right treatment for you. It does take time and patience when using this. I recommend soaking the wart so if it's on your hand or your foot soaking it in warm water then using a disposable nail file to take off the dead skin and then applying the salicylic acid with a bandage. Now certain age groups may not be appropriate to use salicylic acid, so again, check with your pediatrician or if you have health concerns, it's always a good idea to talk to your physician before starting any treatment. But overall, people do quite well with this type of over-the-counter treatment. 
Now, if you're using a disposable nail file to kind of debulk the wart before treating it with the salicylic acid, caution should be used. You can definitely spread the human papillomavirus and create more warts, which we don't want. Or you can set yourself up for a secondary bacterial infection or viral infection, and we don't want that either. So caution should be used. It is very effective to debulk some of these warts before applying treatment. So it is often recommended, but not necessary. Again, if you have any concerns, it's always a good idea to ask your doctor. So what else can we use over the counter to destroy warts? A popular product that people like to use is the cold sticks or that they can apply to warts. And often people will say, well, I, I failed liquid nitrogen. It's not going to work because I use these cold sticks. But those cold sticks that are over the counter are not very effective. They just don't get cold enough. So liquid nitrogen, just to give you an idea, is negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit. It is much, much, much more cold than those sticks that you can buy over the counter. I just recommend not buying those sticks. They're not very effective. I guess they may be effective if you had a tiny, 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 tiny baby wart, but in general, they're not very effective for the treatment of warts. So when you come to see a dermatologist, one of the more common treatment modalities for destroying warts, again, we're trying to destroy the wart, is liquid nitrogen. This is that cold stuff. It doesn't feel good. The spray is approximately a negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's very, very, very cold. Often when you're treating the bottom of the foot, you do not want to aggressively treat these with liquid nitrogen because a blister may form and the patient may not be able to walk. That being said, blisters are not uncommon when you're treating with liquid nitrogen on the skin, and sometimes they do happen. The fluid within that blister is very, very contagious. So if that blister were to pop, that fluid could potentially spread the virus. So you want to wash that area off immediately. And if there is a blister that pops, you keep the blister skin on top. It acts like a biological dressing. You don't want to be peeling the skin off. That's just going to increase your risk for secondary bacterial infections. Now with liquid nitrogen, it's not a one and done type of thing. It often requires multiple treatments of liquid nitrogen in combination often with the home treatment with a salicylic acid. These are not easy things to go away, particularly ones that are on the bottoms of the feet. But it can be done with liquid nitrogen, but it does take some patience. One of my favorite treatments for warts that are resistant to liquid nitrogen or other modalities is Effudex or topical 5-FU. It's a topical chemotherapy agent that's applied to these warts. Should only be used by a board-certified dermatologist. Is essentially painless in terms of treatment, but has its own risks and contraindications, particularly if you were pregnant or trying to get pregnant, or if you were a young child, then you would want to avoid these. However, in the right hands, a board-certified dermatologist, this topical chemotherapy agent can be very effective in treating warts. I like it. I think it's a good treatment for warts, particularly in patients who have failed other treatment modalities. We use this topical chemotherapy agent for other things too. We use it for precancerous lesions as well as sometimes skin cancers. The way that it works is that it will attack any cell that has DNA alteration. So if you can remember, the HPV, the HP virus, the human papillomavirus, is a DNA virus, and it gets within our cells and into our DNA and kind of messes it up. So 
this medication recognizes that there's been some DNA alteration and it attacks that cell. Now UV exposure also alters DNA and that's an entirely different podcast, but the medication works a similar way. It recognizes that there's been some DNA alteration and it attacks that cell. So in terms of the human papillomavirus, this medication that you apply topically will recognize that there's been some type of alteration in, within the cell and the DNA, and it will try to destroy the wart or destroy the virus or the virally infected cell. So those are ways that we can destroy warts, some general ways. There's many other treatments, but, but those are kind of the basic ones. Now, how can we wake up our immune system? This sneaky DNA virus is hiding in there, and our body has no idea it's there. Well, there are a couple things that we can do in terms of sensitizers. I sometimes apply substances to the warts to create a immune reaction. So I wake up the immune system by applying this substance, and then I often have the patient use the substance at home, and that kind of alerts the skin or the, the skin immune system or the person's immune system to this substance. And while it recognizes this substance, it says, what? There's a wart here. And so it takes care of the human papillomavirus as well. And the wart goes away. This is similar to another type of treatment that we use called Canada antigen. And this also wakes up your immune system, but this involves shots. And so a lot of little kiddos don't necessarily love shots. And this one doesn't always work for everybody, but it involves injecting the warts or near the warts about every month. The average is about three to four treatments. So you're looking at about three to four shots spread out about a month apart. And what it does, again, is wakes up your immune system to this yeast particle. It's not the entire yeast, so we're not injecting yeast, but we're injecting a part of the yeast. And your body says, whoa, I don't like that yeast. And while it's recognizing that that yeast is in your skin, it's saying, wait a second, there's human papillomavirus here, and it takes care of that too. In my experience, it usually happens very quickly. If we're going on the fourth or fifth treatment, this treatment's not for you. It's not going to be as effective. We can use other medications or treatments, and we can combine these types of treatments. So we don't have to just do one type of treatment. We can do multiple different types of treatments, including destroying it and waking up the immune system. So they're not exclusive, but a board-certified dermatologist would know how to approach a wart in terms of combo treatments. There is a medication that I often use. It's off-label. It's, it's effective for younger kids or kids in general, not as effective for adults, but it's called cimetidine, and it's a Harper medicine, and at high doses, it also wakes up the immune system. So often I will use that in combination with other treatments, especially if there's widespread warts, especially in kiddos. Now, there is one thing that you can do to wake up the immune system that's over the counter. And people always look at me funny when I say it, but it's duct tape. The way that duct tape works is that the adhesive irritates the wart. So the more that you can irritate the wart, the more that your immune system says, hey, what's going on there? And it takes it takes notice to this HPV virus and it says, I'm going to get rid of it. So duct tape can be very effective and they now have all different types of fun duct tapes that you can buy for kids and you can use that to stimulate your immune system. I do caution using duct tapes in younger children particularly that are still putting stuff in their mouth because it could be a choking hazard. So I don't usually 
recommend using duct tape in kids that are still at risk for putting stuff in their mouth and choking. So to summarize today's podcast about warts, warts are caused by the human papillomavirus. It's a DNA virus. It's super sneaky. It hides in our cells. We can either destroy it or we can stimulate our immune system to take care of warts. This podcast focuses on the common warts, so warts that we see every day on hands, feet, elbows, knees. We did not really go into the dangerous subtypes of the HPV that causes cancers, so cervical cancer or pharyngeal cancer, and some of these high-risk HPV strains that cause other types of warts. That's an entirely different podcast. This is for general types of warts. Now, if you have any concerns or questions about a bump you have, remember I said that sometimes skin cancers can look like warts. It's always a good idea to see a board-certified dermatologist. I would hate for somebody to be treating a quote-unquote wart with over-the-counter products and then delay diagnosis and treatment of a very serious type of skin cancer. So again, don't be messing around with over-the-counter stuff if it's not getting better or if you're concerned at all, make sure you see a board-certified dermatologist to confirm the diagnosis and to help you with treatment. We have a lot of great treatments and sometimes the -the over-the-counter stuff isn't cutting it. So I hope you enjoyed listening today. Remember to always protect your skin from the sun. Know your ABCDEs of melanoma and I hope you'll listen again soon.